Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Do you want inside information? You will not be able to repeat it to your kids, but you will learn and you will laugh. Door Bumper Clear is on. Hey, everybody. I am TJ Major, spotter of the 88, the 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 truck. And joining me today with a headache is... Brett Griffin, <laughs> spotter for Clint Boyer, home of the Redneck Birthday Party, and Elliot Sadler, and our lovely co-host. Hey, guys. It's KB. What's up? Headache as well. <laughs> this is what happens when we record after a holiday weekend. So hey, TJ man. brought everyone Chick-fil-A. I yeah, did bring Chick-fil-A. Really nice he had a plan. Thanks for chicken biscuit. TJ's not hungover because he thought he was going to be working a day. Yeah, I was going to be uh, going to a Loudon test, but there's only four cars there, and it didn't turn into um, a spotter mandatory deal, so I didn't have to go. Did they fly up yesterday? Yeah. So Who the, went? The, so the, so the, testing. The, so the NASCAR planners... First, first of all, we we don't allow testing anymore. But the NASCAR planners, after a 600 mile race on Sunday, want teams to fly out on Monday to go test in Loudon, New Hampshire. Yeah, it's not close. I mean, that's one of the seems convenient. It's not far, <laughs> but it's stupid. It's, you know, it's it's tough on the guys to come back and race till late. You know, Sunday night, come back, have to pack their bags Monday and leave their families on a holiday, but. Uh, it's just part of it, I guess. So Something. they'll get test all day Tuesday, yeah, all Wednesday. day Wednesday. Come home Wednesday night. Guess what they do on Thursday? Test at Pocono. They leave to, to go to Pocono. Pocono. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if it does rain, the test day, the rain day is Thursday. And and it's even more brilliant scheduling leading into our week off that Monday, Tuesday. I think they're testing Kentucky <laughs> after Michigan. Well, yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. my birthday. That's awesome. Kentucky's such an awesome <laughs> track to go to. I'm spending my 32nd birthday at Kentucky. You Ooh. are? Yeah. You guys yeah. want to throw a party? Yeah. There's a we'll really all the nice, locals, too. There's, there's a shoe show right beside Kentucky <laughs> where the girls come out and yes. all they're wearing is shoes. That's we'll, it? We'll go to the shoe show. Oh, lucky me. Happy yeah. birthday, Kristen. Let's do it. You have more fun at shoe shows when girls are with you. You do. A lot, especially in Kentucky. And you can, if they're if it, they're just wearing shoes, you can just focus on the shoes. That's just, so. that's why we're calling it a yeah, shoe well, show. Why, yeah. What it's, are you talking about? We're talking about looking at oh. shoes. <laughs> it's a shoe show. Shoe Don't get a show. show. <laughs> Don't get any funny ideas. 
So would you listen, Josh says already? Josh says it's a lot easier when he doesn't have to beep anything out. So Well, yeah. I just wanna get, I wanna make sure he has enough to do today. She Stay got, busy, she got, day yeah. goes quicker. She well got in that case, damn it, Josh. <laughs> she got flustered. So so oh. So what'd you do for Memorial Day? Anything? Uh we had a birthday party to go to. Um it's hard when you like three of uh did you know Topher had a yeah. baby? No, I didn't know he had a baby, but I Yeah, he had a little boy. So That's cool. Me, him, and Brad all lived next to each other in townhouses back in the day at the Del Junior Road. We all have babies born on the same day. Oh. Every single one of them has the same birthday. Like It's crazy. Yeah. She was in labor for two days oh, yeah. to, get to, to get to May 19th. Yeah. So now we have three <laughs> we have three people born on May 19th. Look, baby. Yeah. Wow. That's cute. Cute, baby. So we all have to kind of plan parties. We have to schedule parties, you know, kind of combine parties, and each one has their own individual family party and stuff. So yesterday we had a had one to go to, and that's three guys. It's actually debatable if they should even have reproduced. That's actually very true. <laughs> if he'd have known me six to seven years ago, you'd have say he should not have a baby <laughs> ever. Yes. Sterilize him. Should not have had a kid. Yeah. But uh, castrate him. Yes, I I probably would have agreed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it was fun. I'm glad I did, and, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. What'd it's probably changed me quite a bit. Yeah, it has changed you. What would you do, Kristen? Anything fun? Just a uh, family party. Yeah. yeah. Family get-together. get drunk with your family? They sure drinking? did, yeah. Holla. Mm-hmm. Who drinks more? Your mom or your dad or you? <laughs> She's 30. Her. <laughs> probably. Do you? <clears throat> what you drink? Uh oh, wine. Well, right, like I have a gluten allergy, so I can't drink beer. Yeah. But we had wine, and then they were making the uh, margaritas. Can you drink all red wine with a gluten allergy? Mm-hmm. TJ actually called you gluten girl before I you did. got in here today. Gluten, gluten girl. girl. <laughs> I said I got gluten girl fruit cup. <laughs> <laughs> gluten girl. I mean, it's better than some of the other <laughs> you've said to me. Why do I keep swearing? I don't know, but I was nice. Out. I brought, I'm like I, I know, can't get so it. I didn't want of all of us to eat in front of you, and you not have anything. No, just watch you enjoy your chicken minis or whatever uh, you had. Well, they're... They oh, smell, I can still smell them. They smell they're not good. big, but they're It's cute. actually the hash brown things oh. that are still Ooh. in there. You can't have them, can you? Yeah, it's just potatoes. Oh, well, I eat them. Go ahead and have them. I don't want to get fat. No, potatoes are bad. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> so, all right. So, thanks, Exalta, for having this studio and... And one main, uh, man. One, one main's bringing this show to you guys. And Exalta yeah. Racing has reached and passed 20,000 followers on Twitter. So, next step... Everyone needs to go to PoconoRaceway.com backslash Exalted Giveaway and fill out the form to officially enter for your chance to win $88,000 if Dale Jr. wins this weekend at Pocono. This weekend. Yeah, this, this weekend. This is it. This is uh, the weekend where it's free money. So you need to sign up this week <clears throat> because I, it's free money. I feel like we got a good chance. We're pretty good at Pocono, so I mean, I would I would take a chance with this Exalted thing and see yeah. where we end up. Why I, not? I am. <laughs> So the Coke 600, guys, the did longest race it? known to man. It I was did. actually yeah. it actually so felt the like the shortest race. <laughs> <laughs> What's so fast? I don't remember it. I know. Well, you still you're still trying to finish it. But. Yeah, we. <laughs> you know that that race is awesome. I mean, there's so much history with that race. I, I do wish though, we saw an all-star race that put on better racing than the Coke 600, mm-hmm. and and we we had two different rules packages. So I think you got to think that they're thinking. Let's expedite this process and get this new rules package in place. What do you think, TJ? Uh, yeah, they're definitely pushing for it kind of fast. Um, I, I liked the <clears throat> when we started that race. I thought the racing was good. We started and had a little bit of daylight still, 
guys can make up a little ground on the top and have some, you know, have some different lanes. As soon as that sun went down and it cooled off, everybody kind of well, it takes to the bottom. It's so could, much grip. You could go up top, but the best you could do was maintain, yeah. and that was that was that was still a stretch. So you, um, you know, I, I like it. I I would just run that thing on Saturday in the hot of the heat of the day, man. Yeah. I yeah. would. Don't go up against Indy if they, you know, unless I mean you could, I guess, but yeah, I, I think. I think we need to race. That track's got a lot of character in it. Indy starts so early. I mean, it starts at noon. Yeah. So we could start our race at 3.30 and be fine. Yeah. And race during the day. I know? mean, nobody's doing the double. Yeah. So, but it it was, uh, the Xfinity race was great. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was hot and slick. Dude, I haven't, in a couple of them resource, man, we were, you know, I know you gotten caught up in that, that yeah, oil deal. Yeah, the oil but deal. The racing was really good. I mean, we had Watermelon Boy leading it there for a little bit. Who's Watermelon Boy? <laughs> Ross. Ross Chastain? Yeah. He was leading it? Yeah, he was leading it. He was on block and looking like a maniac. Kind of. He was on the four? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, but I mean, it was hot and slick, and he was even able to. Yeah. Why why is he watermelon, boy? They have a watermelon farm. Oh. Yeah. Is he in South Carolina? Is he from South Carolina? Florida. Oh, because we're home of watermelons. So don't don't have any idea. South Carolina? Pageland is the watermelon capital of the world. That's not true. Okay, read the sign on the way to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> okay, we got a sign and everything. Are you serious? Hell yeah, I'm serious. I'd love to argue this, but he's probably right. Cemetery Google Pageland, South Carolina, watermelon capital of the world. I want to know it. what y'all's thoughts were during pre-race at Coke 600 when it started sprinkling. I want to know what your thought was when you picked questions. <laughs> I looked at my. <laughs> the hell with it. Oh, you have a watermelon. <laughs> I have. I have Weather Tap app, which they renamed to something else. It's yeah. called uh, it's called Zoom Pro now, and that app is phenomenal. So right about thirty minutes before intros, it looked like a cell was coming. It did. And then when that sprinkling started, the cell dissipated to nothing. So like I was like, man, we're actually good to halfway. For and, uh, for about five minutes there, it looked like it was going to get pretty heavy for right. a minute off yeah. the backstretch there. It looked like it had potential to get heavy, but it never did. And uh, we we I mean we didn't have to fight it. I'm glad. But I there was. I thought we were going to be delayed there for a few minutes. I mean, I was ready to avoid the rain. It looked like it could have got hard. But a lot of guys packed up and left the roof. I never left because I, I have the best technology, Josh. We're on it. Okay. That's what we did. Yeah. What were you thinking? Uh, I, it didn't matter to you me. You had more time to drink. What were you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> Better yet. <laughs> I was drinking a Miller Lite at the time. Jo- yeah. yeah, he was in the infield. He Hardy likes in. Miller. Miller Lite's like fishing. It's damn near water. <laughs> <laughs> You know they make, you know they make Angry Orchard in a can now. Really? I never knew that stuff could be put in cans. Apple beer. It's good. You like apple beer? I, I like Angry Orchard. It's yeah. real. You can only drink one the, or two. Yeah, they're, they're sweet. So, yeah, they're so heavy too. Yeah, they're sweet. I don't. Yeah, they're really sweet. All right, Pageland is the watermelon capital of the world. Well, if I country. tell you, if it's, if I you tell have you, have a uh, festival every year. It says it's a watermelon festival. <laughs> If I tell you tomorrow's Easter, go dye your eggs. I'm not a liar. I, I speak the truth, girl. That's all we do. Are there a here. lot of watermelon farms there? Hell yeah. Right. Sand, man. We can grow some watermelons and some sand. All right, you guys ready for Didn't spot on, that. spot off? I hated watermelons growing up. Yeah, I, yeah, still, they, I still don't like them. Well, no, because it's 100 degrees and you got to load them in a truck. You about to die. You worked on a watermelon farm? <laughs> you, you had to. <laughs> I grew up in a working family and working yeah, culture. What did, what did you so do did I. I was a cashier at Walmart starting when I was 14. Everybody should have to work in either retail. I don't think so. You should have to work in retail or a restaurant before you yeah. become an adult. I've done both. I haven't done restaurant, but I did. 
when I first started, we would bale hay. We were a, in my community. There was a lot of a lot of dairy farms, and we had a lot of cows and stuff. So we would bale hay, and the farmers would come pick us up, and we'd ride in the back of their trucks to the farm, and uh, we'd bale hay about seven of us, and it'd be like seven dollars for a full load. We thought we were rich, but we were they, getting baling hay is worse than watermelons because mm-hmm. oh, was, was they bad. were one, the ones we did were fifty pound bales and made you itch. Oh, yeah. you! So I messed up the first couple times I did, and I wore short sleeves. Josh shirts. probably never worked anywhere. Josh, uh, yeah, you worked. never never once worked anywhere. <laughs> This is my first job. Spoon, <laughs> spoon-fed kid. This is his first job. First job he, ever. Hosting he, a podcast. He he's walks into a producing job with us. Yeah. When you would bail hay, if you didn't have long sleeves on, it would just tear you your up. arm up. Yeah. And if you were the – we like, would switch positions. Like, you get to the top of the barn, would make a, would make a line of, you know, I'd toss the bale to him, he'd toss the next guy. If you were the guy on the top of the barn – it sucked because you could not breathe up there. It's so hot. Looked like you but made out with a tiger. You'd be so scratched up. It was bad. Yeah, and then they started using wire bales. We never what, did those. We yeah, they switched to wire bales, we and that hurt even worse uh, in your hands. But hey, man, went from that to Office Max for a year or two. <laughs> so. You worked at Office yes, Max. That's yeah, amazing. then I went to Gateway Computers. Get me an Gateway. air conditioning. Yeah, wow, went to Gateway, Gateway Computers. Yeah, that was the computer of choice in college. Oh, that's in 1994, 95, yeah, 96. The, that's about a little, little after that's when I when well I worked for them when they were pretty popular. Yeah, and it was uh I was, that was the only computer. Yeah, that and after and it, Apple. Well, that it was that and a Macintosh. It wasn't even called yeah. Apple. Yeah, it was called Macintosh, and they blew. They were terrible. Basically, if you didn't buy a compact, that was what. If the, there were so many of them, but they were so cheap, and everything was integrated inside. You know, the the top of the line was the gateway. Integrated is a big word. You've been hanging out with Joe Mattis. He says that word a lot. Four yeah. syllables. Wow. Congratulations. Record. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, plus the box. I mean, you got a cow box. When you got a box. A, it, yeah. <laughs> when you got a gateway, you got a box that had a bunch of cows on it. You know, it had like the spots on yeah. it. I've never yeah. seen a cow's box. Yeah. Well, you ain't growing up a dairy community then, have you? <laughs> Watermelon community. Have you ever milked cows? Hell no. You know cows bruise too, right? Uh-uh. They're, yeah. They're, they're milkers? I may have. <laughs> I may have. Punched one one time and you it got a big. Punched a cow. Yeah, it kicked what me. What an asshole, dude. They don't know what they're cow? doing. Yeah, cows are listen, defenseless. This is like early nineties. The thing made me really mad. <laughs> I like don't think the year in, changes whether you should be. Listen, it no. was like three o'clock in, in the early nineties. It was okay to punch cows. <laughs> I mean, these dudes <laughs> do not. In the, morning. <laughs> the documentary featuring TJ Majors <laughs> and they bruise <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. How do they uh, bruise when they got fur and hair and stuff? They bruise. It just turns like... Where'd you hit it at, man? In the side of the leg. <laughs> well, he was probably only like three feet tall. PETA is I coming was. after you <laughs> right now. And they probably will. PETA. That cow deserved it. You know what PETA stands for? People eating tasty animals. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Could you imagine not eating animals? And just eating vegetarians, greens. bark, tree bark, I'd and be, stuff. I'd be a hey, hill. Josh, Josh, you want to come God. over, man? I got, I've got some barbecue bark we're gonna eat tonight. You, this guy here, can you hear us? You, you don't just eat vegetarian stuff, do you? Nah, he's a meat eater like us. <laughs> yeah. See, it ain't normal. Look at him. Oh yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, spot on, spot off. Fastest <laughs> Coke 600 in history at three hours, 44 minutes, and eight seconds. Spot on. Spot on, man. <laughs> it's hard to argue that. We wanted to go home. We did. I mean, it's just like... Hey, what other. was the longest? Do you have that? Uh, I don't know. I have the longest. my God. I'm sure it was rain, rain delayed. Rain delayed in three days, three and a half days, probably. Yeah. We ran that race in the middle of the night one time. 
yeah. like two o'clock in the morning about seven eight years ago. It, it was fast for obviously obvious reasons. No cautions. You know, we only had a really one or two cautions. I don't even know if they were legitimate. Were they? Uh, one wasn't. I don't think. But <laughs> especially the one we were Touch on pit card. road. Yeah, the last. The one, one that we were on pit road when they threw it, and the whole field was getting ready to pit the next lap. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve is that caution in the middle of a pit cycle. I know. That is the worst thing that you can do. If you've pitted. If you haven't pitted, you're like, ah, we got y'all. <laughs> but, I mean, that late in the race with that many green flag runs, yeah. why do you want to mess with people's positions that much? They've earned where they're at. If With that many green flag runs, if you had a seventh-place car and you drove to seventh, you've earned that. Yeah. Why not? Why you Now you're going to take that car and put him in 20th because uh-huh. he, pit, he pitted, you know? When in a lap later, in another two laps, the whole field was going to cycle and it was going to be fine. I know. I think we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Well, jump uh, ahead. That was I'm a preview. All, I'm in my rage session at the end here. I, I see your blood pressure going up. <laughs> uh, spot on, spot off. Truex wins. It's the most sentimental win of the year. Um, I don't, think, I don't think you can spot off that one. I I don't know if it's the most sentimental win of the year. I mean, Truex or um, Matt winning was pretty pretty sentimental to me. Um, Martin's been fast. He's won races last year. He's been competitive or, you know, he's not, it's not like he's not been in contention to win. He's going to win a lot more races. So I know, say spot been, on. I, I didn't see victory lane, but I heard he was yeah. crying. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, you know, he and his, he and his girlfriend or fiance, I'm not sure if they're engaged or not. Who, by the way, she looks hot with short hair. I love yeah. her Super hot. Sherry, Sherry looked awesome, I was, man. Yeah, I tweeted her. I'm like, do not let your hair grow back out. But anyway, spot on, man. I mean, anytime you can make a guy cry, I'm about to start crying. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Truex is a good friend of mine, too. And and uh, he's, uh, he's going to win a lot more races. He probably should have eight more wins than what he has now. And he's yeah. just had a lot of stuff happen. But, uh, you know, it's really awesome. To see him win and see the see the emotion come out. Anytime somebody wins, there's emotion like that. You know, it's a big big deal. First time I met Martin Truex, we raced in Sonoma. We all flew home. We all hauled ass to Del Junior's house. We piled <laughs> in his Tahoe, and we left at like midnight and drove from Del Junior's house all the way to Daytona Beach, Florida. And Truex was running Bush East at the time. Is that what it was called? Yeah, it was East Series. He was, he was in the Bush East Series. And, and I certainly had heard of him. I'm in the car with the guy for eight hours, and all I know is he's Martin. I don't know it's Martin <laughs> Truex. So for eight hours, I'm like, hey, Martin, you know, what are you doing up there? And we're, we're BSing, and, and the next day I finally figured out, man, that's Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> Obviously, he's a big cup star now, but that was the first time I ever met him. Yeah. That's funny. First yeah. time I met Martin was in Daytona when he was getting ready to run the Chance 2 stuff. Oh, yeah. He came to the 500, and we had known each other a little bit because we had we had um we had raced on the computer. Me, him, and Dale Jr. had raced together a little bit. Right. He'd come down, and he's kind of quiet, very quiet. So me and him kind of we were real quiet, and I'm usually not very quiet. But we finally got to talking, and that's when Dale Jr. won the 500. And me and him spent the whole race hanging out with each other and stuff. And Dale Jr. won the race, and we were standing there on the edge of the grass, we weren't sure if we should go out there or not. You know, all the bud guys running out yeah. there, Jay Guarneri's running yeah. out there, Jeff Clark, everybody. Yeah. And we're like, man, I think we should just stay here. They'll be back here in a minute. So yeah. we tried to get to victory lane and we couldn't. They wouldn't let you in. No. Well, we, we were like, it was a mob scene. We yeah. couldn't even get close to it. The next, I might've told you before, but so we were standing there. Next thing you know, this, these two hands, just, we thought we were getting busted or something. Yeah. 
these two hands just pick us up basically and it's Jeff Clark he oh, has yeah. both of us by the back of the shirts yeah. and he's carrying us into victory lane <laughs> yeah. like Jeff like, Clark's man. a big man he is he's a good dude too good so dude. but yeah very I'm all, it's awesome for Martin and them I'm happy for him spot on spot off Toyota wins 8 of 13 in 2016 for for the sport, man, I think it's spot <laughs> off because they're dominating. I, yeah. I read a stat last night and sent it, I think, to, to TJ. And to you guys, I mean, Toyota's dominating right now. And and these other manufacturers better get to it. Yeah, I agree. It, and you know, they've had a lot of luck, too. So they've had a lot of things handed their way with caution at certain times and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but definitely uh, spot off. <laughs> I hate Toyota. He's bitter about I Toyota. Hate Toyota. Spot on, spot off. And I would like to preempt this by saying, since you guys gave me crap last week, I actually watched it. You did? Yes. Alexander Rossi, rookie, wins the Indy 500, 100th running. Spot on, man. That's awesome. It's awesome. Spot off. I hate to see a fuel mileage race unless I win it. Like, I mean, I literally, I'm just sitting there watching this thing. Like, this dude is 15 seconds off the pace. He's cruising. Yeah. It is part of racing, but it's the, this is the Indy 500, so I'm just going to say spot off just because. Damn <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I would. It made it exciting, man. If he if he wasn't trying to stretch it on fuel, it might have just stayed. We might not have any excitement at all. No. So, a lot of passes for the lead. What did you think about it your first time watching? I thought it was uh, it was tough. I was actually like trying to read the rules and stuff, too, and how it's different from uh, – like our racing and other open wheel racing, so I was trying to get. It was. So I they, thought it was so entertaining. They wave really a green did. flag and everybody goes. <laughs> and then if something happens, they wave yeah. a yellow flag and everybody slows way down. Somebody gets in trouble, they throw the yellow. Yep. They get safety workers yep. Yep. out there, yep. and then they throw the green again and everybody goes again. And then the yep. checker flag means it's over. So between the green and the checker, what did you think? Let me. Let me. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was entertaining. Okay, good. pit road like was entertaining. <laughs> Well, they wrecked more on pit road than what, like, cup yeah. cars and stuff. So too. the guys I'm watching race for the lead are, are running well, obviously. I get in the car. I drive to the track. Elliot was cooking ribs at his bus. And, and I get to the track, and I'm like, man, where's Townsend Bell and yeah, Hunter Ray? Right, Hunter Ray. He's like, oh, they all wrecked on pit road. And I'm like, well, dang it. So, yeah. Yeah. I and missed it. And the amount of people that wrecked. Spotter's fault. 150,000. Sick. We used to get 250,000 when we went, and they wouldn't sell as many tickets to our inaugural races because they didn't want us to beat the Indy numbers. And clearly, 350,000 is just unbelievable. So I heard a little story about that, though. What's the story? I heard there was a huge concert in the infield, and they had people playing during the race. You wouldn't have been able to hear. Yeah, well, that's – yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, it was down – I mean, if you're at the stage down there, they said there was a lot of people like – was that Skrillex or whatever? Well, that guy, he was playing during the race. Yeah, I've never heard of that guy. So, Skrillex? You know what I'm talking about? Skrillex? Yeah, nah. something like that. I guess he's real popular. I what? think he's like a DJ. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there's still 350,000 people there. I mean, yeah, however you want to. But, yeah. you know, it, I mean, that's a lot of people to have at an event. We used to even get. Even in the same area. We used to get 100,000 people there for qualifying. Yeah. You could not get out of that racetrack. You, we used to have to park on the side of the roads, like on the highway, and walk to the track <laughs> to be able to get unreal. out. Unreal. Really? Yeah. Yes. It was unreal. Like early 2000s was crazy yeah. to get out of the racetrack. I, I want to say the first race there was 93, 94 for stock cars. And because did Gordon win the first one? Gordon yeah, he won. So it would have been 94 because his rookie year was 93, I think. So. Like so, ninety four, we go there. Obviously, I was in high school or college and watching on TV. But my first year going there was ninety nine. 
complete debacle. Quarter million people, as TJ said, walked from two miles away to get to the racetrack. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Sick. Have you been to Indy before? I have. It's okay. hotter than we parked. Yeah. You park at them businesses down the road from the track, like out of the track, down the road towards like the city or whatever, yeah. away from like you, you had to get walk. Out. You couldn't get out. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there for MotoGP too, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Here's my favorite part. Spot on, spot off. Justin Bieber and Monaco at the Grand Prix. Spot on. Dude, they showed him more than they showed Lewis Hamilton. That (laughs) is how big of a global figure this guy has become. All because of this show and us promoting him. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We've boosted him up, haven't we? We've made him. He's got so many more followers on Twitter because of us. He's up to like 80 million because of us. (laughs) So now that he's like a big race fan, man, maybe we can get him to a race. Yeah. Well, you know, he tweeted on the Daytona 500 deal. He tweeted NASCAR Day, mm-hmm. that dumb campaign they did. Um, <laughs> when they have this awesome-looking helmet, he tweeted a picture of it. had Bieber on it, man. We need to get him to the track, get him on the roof. Yeah. He I, went to uh, – two weeks ago, he went to an, uh, the Oscar Blues Brewery in Colorado. He and, did? Yeah, and got his picture taken with – well, the Oscar Blues guys got their picture taken with him. Yeah, that's they big because he is now it. doing no pictures. Really? Yeah. No pictures Not even for, for like, beeps. a fee? Not even like on balconies I'm, when he's whizzing off them? <laughs> We're taking a break. We'll be back. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Elliot Sadler driving the one-main Chevrolet for JR Motorsports. There are a lot of perks that come with driving for Dale Jr., but one of the biggest perks of my job is getting a hangout with my fans. I'll be signing autographs this weekend near the track. Be sure to check out OneMainRacing.com for all the info on other upcoming one-main branch appearances throughout the season. I'll be signing autographs, giving away some swag, and yes, taking selfies. That's OneMainRacing.com for all the info. See you at a branch real soon. All right, we're going into fast lane, guys. <laughs> TJ and Brett are going to get a topic to debate, alternating who responds first. Each will get 30 seconds to voice their opinion, and whoever responded first will get a 30-second rebuttal. This past weekend <sighs> showcased the Monaco Grand Prix, Indianapolis 500, and the Coke 600. Is this the best weekend in motorsports? Yeah, I like it. It's one of my it's one of my favorites. There's you get up early, uh, you have that Monaco Grand Prix. You get up early, watch that. That's usually pretty exciting. You have the Indy 500 a couple hours after that, and then you have our race, which usually carries up into the late night. If there were a race at Eldora, I might would say this is the greatest day in motorsports, but it's not. The Daytona 500 is hands down the greatest day in motorsports for the year. Period. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, but as far as as much racing as you get in one day, this is a pretty this is a pretty big day. But the build up for the 500 is definitely it's unique and in its own own deal. It's I mean, it's Super Bowl. Martin Truex Jr. has dominated the mile and a half track so far in 2016. With luck on his side, he could have had two to three wins right now. How many mile and a half wins will Truex have between now and end of the year, Brett? I'm going to be honest with you. This guy can win every single mile and a half between now and the end of the year. He's that dominant. I know teams are working hard to catch up to them, and I know that we're looking at potential rule changes. But when you look at how many laps he led at Texas, how many laps he led at Kansas, how many laps he led a record-breaking 588 miles out of 600 miles, unreal. He can win them all. He was definitely very competitive at the mile and a half, but I don't I don't think uh I think he might win one more the rest of the year as far as mile and a half races. Uh it's just this isn't he runs good, but there's just always seems to be something there and I, it's so hard to dominate these races. I haven't seen a domination like this since Del Jarrett won at Michigan. 
basically. Yeah, that was a big race when Del Jarrett led all those laps. Yeah. Martin has dominated the this last This was three. very similar. Very similar. Martin's dominated the last three. When, when you look at what they're doing, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, he's two to three tenths faster than the field. And when you're bringing cars that fast – and the, and the hardest win of the year is always the first one to get. And once you get it, it seems like you can win more. I mean, I've been a part of teams that do that. So I expect him to win a lot more races. I tried to talk TJ into take him in his fantasy deal. If you look back on last mm-hmm. week's podcast, and TJ wouldn't do it. He lost to the guy he did pick. <laughs> I'm saving him. <laughs> Dale Jr. and Brad Kozlowski took to Twitter to comment about the last caution at the Coke 600, which was for debris. Kyle smacked the wall and nothing came out. What did you guys see from the roof and was the caution warranted? TJ? Uh, I definitely think Kyle we, smacked the wall later. It was late. It was like yeah, this was that. It was like ten to go for this no. caution. Nobody hit the wall. Yeah, for this caution, nobody hit the wall. This was for uh, a piece of uh, of debris that had probably been sitting there for eighty five laps and wasn't moving, and they finally decided to throw it in the middle of a pit cycle. But um, don't even hit it. My struggle with the timing of that caution was it, 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 we'd had a 600-mile race going on, and this was the first time the leaders were really going to race for the lead. Harvick was coming. Jimmy Johnson was there. Keselowski was coming. Truex is leading. Harvick? Harvick's there. Yeah, I mean, it, we had four or five guys that were getting really, really close to yeah. make it a race, and then, boom, it's over. Yeah, and you race all race, like we were talking about earlier. We You race all race to get to where you're at in the morning. We had so many green flag runs. You had basically got to where you earned. You know, you you got to where you earned, and it should be played out at that point. We shouldn't have, and we shouldn't have a caution, especially in the. If a caution comes out, it's fine. Do it after the cycle. Don't ruin somebody's race because of a piece of debris by the wall. So I agree with Brad and Dale Jr. They could have waited or not even thrown it. The Xfinity Series is making its debut at Pocono Raceway this weekend. Who, in your opinion, will have a better shot at winning this race, the Young Guns or the Vets? Man, there are some young guys like Eric Jones, Daniel Suarez, and some really fast race cars. But Pocono is a very difficult racetrack. I think they're going to have a total of five or six hours of practice time prior to this race. So they're going to have some experience. At the end of the day, I've got to go with a veteran, Elliot Sadler. He won the inaugural truck race there. He's got a lot of experience there in cup cars. I know if Kevin can get our car tuned in, we'll we'll be up there competing for that win. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a younger guy. I don't think they, Elliot and some of them, have had some pretty good Pocono wrecks, and they have a little bit of brains at certain points in the race. <laughs> and some of these guys don't really know what it's like to hit there at Pocono yet and, and be in some accidents. So I don't think, uh, you know, I think some of them might be a little fearless and might cost, might, you know, might be able to get the win out of it. I saw Elliot hit down the back stretch, what TJ's <laughs> talking about, and it literally he hit so hard it knocked the motor out of the car. Out of it, the car. It was over sixty G's. What? His yeah. hit was sixty G's. I didn't know if he made it. I mean, it scared the crap out of me. So TJ may have a point. I, I still am going to go with a veteran. It, it, this is a tough racetrack. It's three completely different corners. The off the wall topic: NBA Finals start this week. Golden State versus the Cavs. Who's your pick to win it all, TJ? It's the finals already? Yeah, it's the finals. Oh, that game last night. I, I got to go with Steph Curry, man. That dude cannot miss. I don't know how anybody can go against him. They were down three games. Three. Three to one, and he came back and And he won. came back and won. I think it's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I said last night, we need to take whoever's on the $100 bill off and put Steph Curry on because that yeah. kid's money. I mean, he's money. And then somebody tweeted me that Obama is going to have an executive order and he's going to put himself on the $100 bill just before he goes out of office. Yeah, I'm still going with uh, Golden State. Even though I do – how about LeBron? This is like 
Wait, this is LeBron James. He's back with Cleveland, man. You're picking but, against LeBron? It's Jesus. Yeah, but he has. <laughs> he basketball has, uh, Jesus. This is his how many series in a row? Ten? Eight? I don't know. He's basketball Jesus, man. You can't pick against basketball Jesus. He goes to the NBA Jesus. Finals every season. He does. At some point. No matter what team it is. The Heat. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whoever. Yeah, the decision. I mean, he. <laughs> I want to see Steph Curry win because he's the best shooter to ever lace up his tennis shoes. And he's the two-time MVP now. He's and little. I mean, last night. He seems night, like a good person. You, you watch Westbrook last night grab him by the arm. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, he looks like he's grabbing a, a fragile kid. I mean, Steph's yeah. much smaller than everybody else. When yeah. he just throws him shots up, it's like a – yeah, it's like a <laughs> bunch of strings on a ceiling fan flopping around, yeah, man. It's like, like a marionette. It's like he's having a quick seizure. He's just, yeah. Net. And it's net. in. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Oh, he is really good. Yeah. All right, we have five hashtag AskDBC questions. And at the end, you guys will choose your favorite question. You know, we didn't choose one last week. We should yeah. have, but we didn't. Oh, well. I think Moving our on. next show that we're off, we're doing an off-week show, we need to do a call-in show and just let fans call in. What do you think? Between nine yeah, and ten. Yeah, we would have to just advertise it way in advance so we can open up the phone line and – we and just, uh, yeah, we can we can do that though. We'll just give him Josh. John Boy and Billy's not live. We'll dude. do Josh's cell phone. If John number. Boy and Billy can do it and not be no, live. We not. can do it. John Boy and Billy only work two days a week. Their show's on five. What a great gig! They make their two million a year and they work two days a week. I want to do that. Will you do it now? <laughs> That's three days a week. <laughs> I need, another, three I need another day. You need one more day off. I need another day. <laughs> Let's hear these awesome questions from Josh. <laughs> That's sloppy hey, yellow. They're asks, from your fans, by the way. They're not from why me. does NASCAR have practice and qualifying at different times than they hold the race? No night practices, but Coke 600 starts at 5 p.m. It's a good question. Sloppy yellow is a friend of ours. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the dude in Texas. Yeah, he's, he's, he's sloppy great. yellow is a bus that you can go at and drink for free at in Texas. I thought it was his underwear. <laughs> it's his bus. Same difference. <laughs> but anyway, and they usually cook a lot of wild game and stuff there. So if you're into that type of Stuff. Check out Sloppy Yellow. Do you have Texas. to say wild? Because I don't know. I just felt like saying wild. Would tame game makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> they mean, cook some tame game, man. Yeah, they raise squirrels back there. Like a rabbit. Fried up. <laughs> I mean, what is like elk? Is that tamed? No. That's not game either. It's game. Yeah, it is elk game. game? You, I thought it was elk? small. Yeah. Elk? Elk? No, I thought you know the term elk game. Elk I thought the like, term game was about oh, like, small animals. Oh, like, oh, hey, dude. The word I, game means it's not a cow. Dude, I got this squirrel. Let's cook hunt. it. I don't a, hunt. If it's hunted, it's game. Okay. Yes. 10-4. We're mean, making you smart. I consider you to be a smart friend I of did, mine. too. How it, do you not know this? This is redneck crap that you guys bring Dude, crap. You're the dumbest smart I person I know. Was like <laughs> I thought it was like thought, rabbits and like. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbits count hares, like a hare. <laughs> and pheasant and That's stuff game. like yeah. that. Right, it's but I thought it was small stuff. I thought like elk and deer and. Catch it. Like the video game Big Game Hunter? Yeah, Big Game yeah, Hunter. I'm playing yeah. so many video games over here. Yeah. Remember you the think watermelon be- capital of the world? Okay. Thing? We're, we're so leading in the right direction. <laughs> if you didn't know that it was animals, if you saw the game Big Game Hunter, what would you think? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's animals. Come on, man. I know. Yeah, yeah what, we catch them with Ac- Acme Dynamite. <laughs> Roadrunner? Oh. Yeah. What was the acne. question again? Jeez. Practice and qualifying held at different times than the race time. Yeah, we do a lot of that. Like, we have that 9 o'clock practice in the morning sometimes, and the cars are just stupid fast, and then we race at noon or 1 o'clock the next day. My friend Jazzy is Martin True. Jeff? Is Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, his, his actual name is Jeff Curtis, and that's why they call him Je- Jazzy See? Jeff. I was right. He went to Cornell <laughs> University. Oh, very smart fellow. Very smart fellow. Well, guess what he does? 
He's a simulation engineer for Martin Truex. He wrote his own sim program for NASCAR race cars, okay? This guy can do some things to his sim program and tell you what the lap times are going to be at night versus the day, and they change the setup based on all that. So, yes, we need to practice during the day to get data and to let the drivers get practice, but these engineers, have, they're so far forward now that we don't even need to practice. I mean, they, yeah. they're able to set these cars up and do things we Even should be able to unload practice. and race without practice. And we can now. We used to couldn't. We yeah. These guys are that freaking smart. We used smart. to couldn't? Heck no. <laughs> That's bad. We used to could not. Does your Cornell friend know what not, game is? We used to not be able to do that. <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, we, we, should be able to, we have unloaded and raced here. Here's what I would have done mm. if I were over the schedule. Sloppy yellow. I would have said, we're going to run the Xfinity race at 2.30. And after the Xfinity race, we're going to run an hour and a half cup practice. And then that's it. But. They don't let me do schedules. If they did, we'd never have to be there. I'd probably at 7 move it up. If we're giving a cup practice after the Xfinity race, we could probably move the Xfinity race start time up to about noon. But the thing is, you're going to race at night, so then you're still going to practice. At oh, four. I didn't know you were talking about a night race. I thought you were talking about just a regular Sunday well, race. His his thing was about the Coke 600. Yeah, we've talked about this question entirely too long. Mm-hmm. We're all yeah. lost. That's a good at JD Ohio Five asks with restart controversy, why doesn't NASCAR make start finish line the restart zone? I like this idea, man. I, I think when you get to the line, go. We have – there's so much confusion with restarts and discretions, and, and it's tough. I like the restart zone, but there's two – there's no – there's no uh, there's no consistency with it. A guy spins his tires, another guy gets black flagged. Yeah. The next time, restart, the guy doesn't spin his tires. Whatever, some guy passes him, takes the lead, doesn't even give it back, and he – oh, you're good. Go ahead, buddy. You just I mean, never know. You, you just you, never know. You just never know. I don't know whether to tell my driver to lift or not lift. If if we're starting second and the guy takes off and spins his tires and we start passing him, I don't know what to tell him to do. I'm not going to lie. This weekend, we were two laps down. Nobody was one lap down. So you have the lead lap cars and then the two down cars. The two down cars are racing for the lucky dog. Yeah. We are the fifth or sixth car in line of the two down cars. We come off of turn two, the first car. Clint was three wide at start finish because one of the lines checked up. Yeah. I know he's supposed to be able to be three wide at start finish when that happens, but you still don't know. I'm still sitting there going, oh, my God, they're going to call us out for being three wide at start finish because you have to stay in your lane until start finish unless something happens. Well, something happens, but you still don't know if they acknowledge it. They busted the 23 car. Yes. For changing lanes or improper restart deal or something, I actually thought it was for the lead of the race, and it was back there for thirtieth. So thirtieth, he was yeah. three. He was three wide through three and four coming to the green, and he never got in line. Oh man, yeah. we weren't bad that far. I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was kind of. I mean, that, but that's the stuff that I don't know, man. They just need to. They just need. There's no. It's hard. It, it's hard. You it's, don't know. It, you don't. It's hard for spotters. It's hard for drivers. And and you literally, when Clement threw out, I was like, oh no, you can't. Can you? I, I don't know. I hope not. Yeah, the re- <laughs> restarts don't bother me as much as just like as being on the front row. I'd rather be in the second row, and when you get to start the finish line, go wherever you want. Yeah. Than I would be in up front because if that guy spins his tires and you beat you're him, done. holy cow! Yeah, you're there's done. your race, man. At B Bygar asks, if you own NASCAR for one race, where and how would you run a race? Anything goes. Oh, go is this ahead. the backward cars go backwards? <laughs> no, this is time. this is where and how. Oh, where and how? How? How important? How? <laughs> Where man, I like Canada. Like I really like <laughs> Whistler. Because it produced Justin Bieber. I really like Whistler Canada. <laughs> Anybody, if if you've never been to Whistler Canada, even if you don't snow ski, go. It's beautiful. It's fun. We can't run a race in Whistler Canada. They like to party. Um, Whistler Canada is my spot, 
and I would put a Bristol slash Richmond looking deal. Three quarter mile, but banking like Bristol. With snow tires. Snow tires. <laughs> that's snow. All Is the there time a track there? Because I think this person's kind of meaning like a track that already exists, maybe or something. If you own NASCAR mm-hmm. Formula Race, where? No, anything goes. Anything goes. Be Bieber. I mean, Bieber. you can't just be like, "Hey, Whistler Cannon, let's put a track. Let's Why not? roll." You own NASCAR. Anything you can do whatever goes. you want. I would take it to. I would take it to either Rockingham or Myrtle Beach. I love Myrtle Beach. I would go to Myrtle Beach. We talk about bus Myrtle racing. Beach. We talk about Myrtle Beach every week on the show. Listen, I would get rid of. I would make it probably a 300 lap race. There would be a halfway caution, and it would be like a 10 minute intermission where we don't have to have all these pit crews come down and all this stuff. You know, a local guy could. You know, a local guy could come out in a car or a short tracker, come out and run with him and see what he could do, and not have to worry about coming down pit road fifth and coming out 25th. Uh, I would. I would. I would run a short track with a halfway break like Myrtle Beach or South Boston. I love Myrtle. What about that um, Buck Wild place you were showing? Or Buck Wild in Franklin County, Virginia. What is the name of the track? Buck Wild. Franklin County. But it's Buck Wild, yeah. I was turned on to this show by – Dell Jr. showed me a a YouTube clip of this show, and it it was very entertaining. It's it's called Buck Wild, and it's uh, very, very entertaining. Yeah. So Definitely a need for a dentist. In that area, yes, or plural. Good dentist. Could be plural. At AZ Angel fan asks, can you explain how you spotted a road course? What was your message? If marketing needed an extra rental car for oh, Pocono, was I on need an phone. SUV. Kristen's playing on her phone. Yeah, <laughs> she's working. Mm-hmm. This is focus, Kristen. Yeah. What was your question? Yes, you got You talk. focus. <laughs> you focus. Can you explain how you spotted a road course? <laughs> for ten seconds at a time. <laughs> yeah. So. We have two road courses on our schedule. One is Sonoma. One is Watkins Glen. In Sonoma, we stand on a mountain and we can see eighty percent of the track. So yeah. we are probably more than that. Probably we're going to not see. We can't see corners. three and three A where I wrecked you that year, and then we that's can't true. see ten behind that the drag true. strip. So Good we point. can see eighty to eighty-five percent of the drag strip. Well, that's not a passing zone, so I don't worry about that corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at Sonoma, we are the primary spotter. We can pretty much call the race on our own. At, at Watkins Glen, we can only see for about twenty seconds at the time, no matter where we stand. So we bring in support spotters to fill that role, and we also do that at Indy. So, so they're really. Two races where we need help, Indy and Watkins Glen. Do you guys use the same spotters for those? Yes. Yeah, we bring them. Like I like, said, so Sonoma, there's only... But you don't want to bring one better than you because you don't want to <laughs> get bent. Yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, you bring in a good good sub spotter, and it's all of a sudden yeah, like... Yeah, you're done. Hey, Brett, man, you uh, you can go ahead and take this weekend off. And <laughs> yeah. The rest much of the from, week. from now to Thanksgiving, you can just go ahead and chill, bud. I like... Uh, <laughs> like, I'm going to get Josh to help me <laughs> at Watkins yeah, Glen. Oh, you're good. Because I'm confident I got this guy, you know? <laughs> At Sonoma, you don't really – you can see all the braking zones. Yeah. All the braking zones you can pretty much see. The only the only thing scary about Sonoma is uh, – is it turn 10? Turn 10. Where it's behind there's – there's a building for the drag ship in the middle, and we can't see on the other side of that, and it's a pretty vital place where people hit the tire barrier and come back, and it shoots them back into the track. So it's a pretty um, scary area for us right there. But Watkins Glen, I mean, when they go by us, all we do is sit there and watch the Sprint Vision screen on the front stretch. We watch the big TV screen they put up there, and that's, yeah. I mean, I've called Rex from it before. Yeah, <laughs> especially during practice. Yeah. At Chaz Smith asks, have you watched any What'd of the... What'd you just say? Smith. <laughs> Chaz Smith asks, have you watched any of the Rise of American Speed Thoughts on It, which is a show on CMT about the founding of NASCAR? I have not watched it. I've heard great things about it. 
I've heard. I'm, here's my thing. I struggle to watch a show and then wait a week and watch it again. I have to wait until it comes out on iTunes. You binge watch two thousand dollars to watch it for free, you know, like <laughs> that weekend. So that's what I'm waiting on. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. I uh, I don't watch much TV, so I don't I don't get into shows. Uh, so, but I have heard good things about it. I'm an airplane TV watcher. I don't watch TV either at home, unless it's a cooking show or sports. Yeah, I sleep on the plane. I've been giving Kristen some cooking tips. Yeah, it's like 8.30. You don't and, cook? Uh, Brett, I got a text from Brett. Turn on <laughs> Food Network right now. You don't cook? No, I do, but he was she's, teaching me about cooking she's steaks. Get What's better your, at how it? do you not cook a good steak? It's easy. He just has a lot of insight on the best ways and cooking for large groups of people. Massage the meat. Massage the meat yeah. with rosemary and thyme. And it's got to sit in the back. It's got to, like marinate for a little bit man you gotta you gotta i can't believe you can't what's your best meal no so i don't have i don't cook steak a lot <laughs> what's right? your best meal what is it what's your uh, go-to like when travis comes for dinner what do you <laughs> <laughs> what's your... i'm i don't know like i <laughs> what's like your go-to meat? Uh, yeah what's your <laughs> <laughs> chicken and pork it's the best for chicken you chicken and pork i like making pork. salmon a lot sweetheart though. let me tell you something about pork <laughs> it's never good for you yeah, if you make it really lean. It's Look not at me. good I for pork. you. I know, but it's not good for you. It's high in animal fat and cholesterol. Look at me. <laughs> so, so I like what, seafood. So say you so have a, a dinner date. Yeah. What do you make? Uh, I'll make salmon. I have a special like rub I put on it, and then chill. <laughs> I'm I'm just watching you with asparagus and avocado uh, on the side. Asparagus. Nah. Uh, right. Not a big asparagus eater, but no. Never ever eat farm raised salmon. I don't. We get it. Um, my stepdad knows a guy in Alaska. Ever. Can you send me some? Yeah. Okay. You want some? So I'm going to just buy it from Ikea and give it to you. Is that fresh? Kristen, yeah. you get to pick this week who won. Because you never pick. Yeah, go ahead. Picked? I don't know. For Pocono? We definitely don't want Josh to pick. pick who, no. <laughs> oh. We're not talking. Kristen, stay with us. I know. I'm so. I'm. Who wins the question of the week that you're sending a hat to? And a hood. Autographed hood this week. She's not even. Listening. We need a fan card of Kristen, like a little baseball trading card. A, I feel like we talk about the restart controversy all the time. The first we one, do. Sloppy Yellow. What? Sloppy really? Yellow gets the hat. He gets enough stuff. I know the dude's like. He's then like, you pick. He's Mike, Mike Davis. Jack Skellington. They hold hands together, and you're going to give him more free stuff. <laughs> he's Mike Davis's best friend. Fine. Yeah. Then now you've got to send two people something. Yeah. No. Now you can't take it away. You can't be an Indian giver. B. Bigert. I like the name Chad Smith. <laughs> I just want to give it away because of the All name. All right, we're giving three hats away. <laughs> B. Bigert, you win. We're going to Whistler. Oh, we're going to Myrtle Beach. Have you ever gotten a pedicure? <laughs> Let's go to Whistler and then Myrtle Beach. Have you ever gotten a pedicure? No, I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't like people touching my feet. I, I wouldn't let my mom cut my toenails when I was little because it freaked me out. I'm wearing flip flops. That's why she's asking me this. Yeah, staring at his feet. I need to cut my toenails. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I I didn't say your feet looked bad. I was just curious. You yeah. have look. They look nice and soft from this, this angle. Well, they are soft. Is this your rant? <laughs> Brett's feet. <laughs> they are soft because I don't do anything. My hands are soft too. I'm, I have a. Yeah, I have a friend with way worse feet than that, so you're all right. Yeah. Dude, his big toe is like the size of Hammer my, toes. It's like my size of my fist, dude. <laughs> That's so gross. And he only wears flip-flops. I'm talking middle winter icing outside. He it comes needs out to go see my sister-in-law. She's Why? a Why, is he going to make her, his toe smaller? Oh, I thought he was going to say she did feet, and I thought only Asian people did that. <laughs> and you don't look Asian. Yeah. Nope. I, like, I like Asian people. I got a lot of Asian <laughs> friends. They have dairy allergies. My oh. Asian friends do. Like gluten stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a. This stuff is like rice noodles, so I can eat that. This show is insightful in a lot of ways, other than just racing. It is. What's your favorite food? 
don't know. I got a good swordfish recipe. Salmon. I love salmon so much. Yeah. I got a good swordfish. And recipe. I love peanut butter. Yeah, we can't eat that oh, in my yeah. house. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't had peanut butter in probably six years. Yeah, yeah. nut allergies. Thank we you. got. Yeah, our little girls both have nut allergies, so I have had nothing yeah, peanut we don't, butter. So, like on the one hauler, we try to keep it off too, because Wyatt yeah. Elliot's son has a peanut allergy. Yeah, it sucks. It does. I, I mean, we're so used to it now. I can look at something and tell you. If, you know, we can look at something. I didn't read the package. Yeah. I can almost tell you, don't bring that, don't bring that. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, it sucks. When you going to have kids, Josh? <laughs> he needs a girl first. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. You can adopt. You should that, adopt a cute uh, little that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Ukrainian <laughs> child. You awesome. don't need a girl, buddy. You can just get a kid. <laughs> just a job. With all the time you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not being on the road. Josh, I mean, I feel like we've been leaving Josh out. Josh can babysit for you guys. Josh hasn't been asked to one nah. prom yet. Josh hasn't been asked to prom yet. We need to. We need joshmingle.com. Yeah, maybe. we do. Yeah. So, all the single ladies. <laughs> of the millions of listeners. Yeah. Millions you guys listeners. got anything to rant about this week? Do you think we have lady listeners? Yeah. Or, or only guys? My mom listens. Well, your mom your writes mom? us all the time. Is your mom hot? She's gorgeous. Send us Let's some see. Pics. Yeah, can we see a picture? <laughs> yeah. Right now. Okay. Is she on Snapchat? Oh, this, I'm, I'm this like she can stiff? barely function with Facebook. Is this like she's stiff? the one who wanted to know if you guys like cubed ice or crushed ice? She is. Yeah, she's crushed. She's dude. A yeah, crazy. Well, I'll take either. It don't matter. And my mom's awesome. Crushed Good ice Lord. is always the way to go. I'm really interested in seeing what my she mom looks listens like too. Does your mom listen? Your mom tweets all the time. And yeah, stuff. my mom's a trip. She's now, like I won't. A, I won't let my mom listen. My mom's lost all her real life friends because she only lives on Facebook now. Well, that's like a whole. That's a bigger <laughs> that's world <okay>. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like she's so much cooler online. Like that song. <laughs> so, so much cooler <laughs> online. See, I do know a little country. On the line. On the line. Come on, mom. Come on, Stifler. See her. That's my mama. Oh, your mom is hot, and she drinks Corona. <clears throat> Get it, girl. See. So she's like, and she's in a two-piece bikini. <laughs> five five oh, and blonde. Man. Where'd you get this? And I have five brothers and from. sisters. So she's had six kids. Wow. Yeah. Look at her. There, she's 63. See, you guys look 62. alike. I can see it. Yeah, we do. Six nice. kids? Mm-hmm. Wow. Metal. She deserves an award. She's a babe. Yeah, she so look a, at her there. She looks great. Yeah. She had a basketball team on the first one off the bench. Oh, yeah. Dang. Yeah, she's a she's a keeper. That's awesome. Well, thanks for listening, Mom. <laughs> yeah. How about your mom, Josh? She's a listener. Is your sister still listening? Oh, my yep. gosh. Yeah. Oh my so there's God. three females. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're up to three. Yeah. Hey, Josh's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is going to get on a rant about you talking about uh, his sister. Oh, he's turning red. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Pocono predictions, folks. Oh, man. Let's talk about Charlotte predictions. So, so Who did T- I pick? So TJ picked Jamie McMurray. Oh, and I picked. Oh I, my I, yeah. I picked, <laughs> I picked Greg Biffle. And at no point during 600 miles was Jamie Murray even a straightaway close to Greg Biffle. Greg Biffle oh. owned this race. I think he finished tenth, didn't he? He was in that ballpark. Yeah, he, he was, was right there. All the all the Roush cars were running pretty close together. Yeah, they, the they 17 of him. Yeah, the, yeah, the 17 of him were pretty close between tenth and fifteenth most of the yeah, race. Yeah, but yeah, man, I thought McMurray would. That, he's good there too. That's what I thought. I, I mean, th- and I, Larson took off in the beginning and got up here in the top five, top when you, six. When you made that pick, I, and, and the good thing about going first is you, you can put the other guy in a pickle. And I literally was like, man, I'm in a pickle with this pick. Like, who am I going to pick around yeah. this? Because you don't want to go with a Logano, you know, and waste a big bullet to to go against McMurray. You also don't want to give it away and go with a Mears, you know. <laughs> 
nothing against yeah. Casey Mears. Super nice guy, but he hadn't seen a lead lap in a while. And uh, <laughs> so he put me oh. in a pickle. So I'm glad. So anyway, here we are, Pocono. TJ gets to go first again, and I don't, I don't even study now because I don't know what to do. Because I got it I depends have, on him. I have, I need to. Jeez, it's eight uh, to five, right, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to our spreadsheet guy. Let's see, Pocono. I don't. I'm trying to save all my heavy hitters for late in the season here. Now I'm trying to save them, so I'm I'm trying to go. See, here's the thing: you can try to win. I can try to make up ground, or you can try to be complacent. Like last week, I was like, "Man, I'd pick Martin Truex." Well, he didn't. Well, I'm saving him. Well, he won the race. He's not ever going to do better than winning the race, right? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's going to be hard to beat that. <laughs> ah! Holy cow, that was loud. That's so there's me. another podcast. That's recording yeah. today, well, and goodness is we just Taylor calls out. in, and it's it sounded yeah. like God coming in. I knew they're trying to be on the better one. Yeah. Mike Davis sucks, man. Hashtag <laughs> Mike Davis sucks for that one. Uh, so I just for my lost pick, my hearing. TJ just got seven extra minutes to plan this Pocono pick. Well, I lost my thought process. That scared the <laughs> me. <laughs> um, I will go hmm. any day now. Yeah, I don't remember any asking. Any day now. I don't remember asking you anything. <laughs> Love will come around. Look at Elliot Sadler winning that race on TV. Get it, boy. Let's. Uh, this is not brain surgery. Yeah, but he's trying to put me in a pickle. The it's only pickles. way to do that is to give him pick somebody that's going to be, you know, right in the middle there. So let's go. Uh, let's go, Larson. Kyle Larson. That is a. Another pickle pick. I won't drag this out. I'll go with. Damn, I don't know who to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, yeah, said, I almost said, I almost committed to Trevor Bain, and then I was like, he might be Trevor Payne at Pocono. You know, this is not brain surgery. Um, any day now. Picking, <laughs> picking against a guy who's been running about eighth, and he's been the show. So you got to maybe hope he's a little bit over the show and loses it off the tunnel turn and doesn't wreck, doesn't hit anything. He's won in the ARCA race there, though. So Yeah, Trevor Bain has two. That's why yeah, I was leaning Go with him. Let's Trevor. battle it out. Yeah, I feel like you got an <laughs> upper big advantage if I pick Trevor Bain. Man, Kyle Larson. Man, why don't – you know what I'm, I'm going to do? Dude, Trevor Bain's going to be fine. It's one less corner. Yeah. Elapsed. <laughs> <laughs> so that fourth turn is what always he's, gets him. He's got one less corner. Three turns and yeah, he'll be man, fine. Look, man, that's – 200 less corners or however many laps we run there. Yeah. 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 Um, brain surgery. Holy shit. <laughs> Larson's a hard one to pick against there. Uh, <laughs> do you guys need a list of who All right, here's you what yes. can pick from? We do need this. I, I'm going to go with a guy with about the same amount as experience as, as what TJ has put on the table. I'm going to go with Ricky the Mullet Stenhouse Jr. <laughs> Ricky the Mullet? Yeah. He had a mullet for a while. He, yes, he did. A real mullet. A real mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Not that stick-on stuff. No. <laughs> real. So that's Comfortable mullets. All right. I cool. Think, are they kicking us out of the studio? Yeah, we need yeah. to roll. We need Mike to go, Davis so. is staring us down. Thanks to One Main again for having us on and here. presenting this broadcast to you guys. We Live. love you. Yep. Yeah, from Exalta, Exalta and One Main in the Exalta studio. With Give us awesome some feedback, guys. Leave us a review. Can Exalta hook us up with some paint? Man, I want to paint my car. I don't know. Hey, uh, are we still doing Facebook comments as well? Yeah, Facebook comments, Twitter. Yeah. Facebook comments, Twitter, anything you want to talk about. DMTJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more. Holla. Yeah, Bye. more.
At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 